The Bunker Project is brought to you by Okanagan Springs Black Beer, Brewmaster Black to be exact. Yeah, I'm already on my second pint. Yeah, I'm a little bit behind. <laughs> You're listening to Bunker Project Podcast, episode number 135. Uh, I can't believe my liver has lasted this long. We barely act 120. <laughs> What's this? Show notes? How oh, original. Yeah, right. We got show notes? Look at how thin they are. It's usually like 50, wow. 60 pages. That's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're trying to save some trees. Well, well, we told you, we told well, you, you on, email. on Facebook what we're all about today, which is what? Bonnie, our uh, Twitter maven. and Oh, let her tell it. Yeah, sure. She deserves it. Come on, Bonnie. Spill the, spill the beans. Spill the beans, lady. Come okay. on. Wait, wait a minute. I just want to... Spill both I, beans. I coined a catchphrase for Bonnie. Okay. Bonnie is now bona fide. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, I like that. <laughs> so, between the last show and this one, uh, Forbes named me number 13 in the top 20 women's social media power influencers. In Vancouver, right? No, in the world. Oh. In the world. Oh, wow. yeah. That's Forbes magazine, not yeah, Forbes, Forbes Vancouver. That's <laughs> and then today. Today, they named me a number 28 out of the top 50 social media power influencers. That's men, women, worldwide. There might have been a monkey in there, but wow. he didn't make There might have been a monkey in <laughs> there. Yay, yay. So awesome. Well done, very, Bonnie. Very, Thank you. That's great. Terrific. Thank you. So I guess now, now, she, now she, be, uh, she was formerly known as a Twitter maven, now known as the Forbes maven. Yeah, she gets a second <laughs> mavenhood. I mean, yeah, I that we've Thank decided you. to do yeah. a second maven. That's cool. So uh, before we get into the roundtable introductions and um, <clears throat> introducing who's in the room with us today, uh, we got some voicemail feedback we should play. So let's, let's get rid of the uh, first. Yeah, good idea. Let's just start off with this one. Hey, Mavens, it's Norm again. Just want to say congrats to Bonnie to cracking the top 20. Congrats. Yay. Thank you, Norm. Anyways, have a good night. Bye. All right. Thanks, Norm. And we got someone else, too, that called in uh, from uh, Langley, I think. That must hang be on. a record. Hang on one second. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Bob. How are you? It's Carlo here. So congrats to Bonnie to get that ranking there on social media influence. And that's my question, actually. How does one person start to build their online influence um, just in terms of getting exposure out there via either LinkedIn or not to be blatant about it? Anyway, that's my question for tonight. Good luck, guys. Okay, yeah, so that's kind of ironic because that's what we were going to do, anyways, weren't we? We said, "Hey, man, yeah, that's let's funny. let's uh, make Bonnie sweat it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're going to do a round a roundtable intros. We're going to say, "What are people can all say? What are you doing to be influential? To be in, to build influence online?" Mm. Well, and I'd like to start by having Bonnie define what influence is, because I think a lot of people have misconceptions of what that is. So, Bonnie, that's, that's, that's the first one. So, influence is truly being real, raw, and relevant, and having a, a, a following that's engaged. You know, I keep saying I have 100,000 people, and they're engaged. There's very, very few spammers. Um, I don't speak any other languages, so speaking to me in another language is not useful. Mm. 
um, oh, you're not an icon, you don't spam. I spent a lot of time developing the, my community. So by not an icon, you mean like just no icon, right? Uh, that you have to have some kind of a, a, a photograph or, a, or an, um, your logo something, the egg. But a photograph's no. much better than, no than, egg. than Absolutely. an icon. Yeah, my clients, yeah. we don't do uh, logos. Yeah. It's a photograph of somebody. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Or a cartoon. All right, so there we go. That's our definition. So that will do our shout-out. And do you want to start? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> what I'm doing is I'm just curating content that I find interesting that uh, I think will be interesting to the people that follow me. And I uh, use analytics to confirm that that's what they're interested in. I, I just put out more of it. And I'm starting to do more uh, content uh, myself. Um, I'm doing some podcast equipment reviews over at podcasthero.com and uh, starting to do a little bit more uh, blogging on the mobile technology space as well. So that's what I'm doing right now. Oh, you're also pretty active on G+, too, right? No, I'm like a, hardly a active at all on G+, but I want to get more active but, on G+. But, what, okay, for the, like the podcasting community there. Oh, like yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, in terms of uh, uh, answering questions and, and um, yeah, in the, in the two podcasting communities on, on uh, Google+, the two larger ones I do, I do, the, do that, yeah. And I think I, that's a really, really good way to build community and uh, get people to recognize you is like answer questions. I mean, Ian does that all the time. Whatever platform, your preferred platform, Ian does it on LinkedIn. Um, I'm doing it on Google Plus for the podcast community. And it's amazing because somebody will say, hey, I'm trying this mic out or I've got trouble with this. And I'll jump on and I'll say, bah, I could try this or that. And then like 15 other people will also comment. it, And some of the comments are, hey, you know what? Bob made a great comment, or I'll say, this is perfect, and here's a little twist on it to make it even better. So it's a great source of information. I think, for me, the way you build influence is by providing great quality content, stuff that people can use so they appreciate. It's like, people don't have any time. No time. And if they're going to spend one minute reading your post or reading uh, a collection of posts or a bunch of tweets or whatever... It has to have good value. If you're just wasting their time, they say, ah, the hell with these guys. So yeah, and also, that's what it's all about. Uh, and over-delivering what people expect to get uh, from somebody on one of these forums. I remember uh, somebody asked a basic question about podcast gear, and Bob responded with, oh, yeah. it's got to be like three pages of links to you know various... Different, uh, yeah, for microphones, <coughs> mixers, microphones, and everything yeah, else. Yeah, so here's, here's, this, yeah, here's the best that. prices on this gear. Do, 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 do. But yeah. I, I'd done that for a client. But, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'd still done the research. Instead of me hoarding it, say, hey, I'm giving this to the client. Nobody else gets it. Yeah. I gave it away, man. It's like $1,200 worth of information. Boom. There you go. No problem. Whether he uses it is another question. There you go. See, yeah, odds sure are they're going to come back and go. Yeah, odds are they're going to come back and go. Um, Bob, I'm a little confused. Can I hire you to set that up for yeah. me? Yeah. I'm get, actually, I got a call from California today about a, a doctor's office, and they just said, Hi, uh, we saw your ad on your website, and uh, we want to hire you to help us out with setting up a podcast for the, for the, the doctors. I said, oh, great. Thinking, what ad? What website? It's a website I did four years ago. It said, podcast producers. I put it up. Oh, yeah. I did it in a weekend, and I was like, eh, and then boom. It's my first, uh, for my first sale. So, you know, you're constantly putting stuff out there, and... If you're doing that, you're get, your name will get rated well. Yep. And when people finally decide, you know, I need a Twitter specialist. Who can I look up? And then, boom, Bonnie pops up. Oh, I better use this person. 
So that's, that's, that's brand influence for yourself. But uh, as far as influence for other people, putting out the great content, the real value that people just go to you because they're going to save time. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to go to Bonnie because she always gets the right answer. Or she, if she doesn't know, she'll point me in the right direction. And that's what it's all about more than anything else. All right. So it's so, um, so a long-winded way. I kind of do that. Let's move on and uh, finish off the roundtable before yeah. we get into we'll the get jump over. potatoes. We'll jump over to the far right. He's my favorite uh, comic book artist here. And I'm, I'm actually put him on, on the, the spot. I was wondering, once you've experienced the Bunker Project several times, do you think you could do a comic book strip of the one show? <laughs> I think that would be awesome. Yeah, we could certainly uh, uh, potentially do that. You know, as, as uh, you know, Bob, the idea of sort of, uh, well, I'm thinking of calling them corporate comics. Yeah. That's kind of the, uh, the worth right now. But comics explaining, you know, kind of clarifying either facts or nonfiction describing events is something that I'm certainly become very interested in, in developing. Yeah, I think it's a cool concept. Oh, so you, you, you can you, you draw capes or anything too? Well, um, oh, actually, yeah. the whole thing. I mean, I'm not a visual artist. I'm a writer, um, but I oh, am I a part of Cloudscape Comics, a local group of comic book creators, and I'm connected with a lot of artists. And so I and I've worked with them on uh, numerous projects, including a couple of ads for for various clients. So, so what you're talking about with corporate comics is like, say, um, an example might be there was a really good testimonial for somebody came into a retail store and you could like storyboard what happened and, and uh, how they got really good service and they could put that up on their website. Sure. A tes- like testimonial is certainly a possibility. Um, the ones that I've done before, I did an ad as a comic explaining a particular uh, product. It was uh, um, a line of underwear to promote fertility. And so we turned that into a comic strip. I've also done sort of a history of a company as, um, as a comic and, or just putting a particular um, fact across. Like it is a three-page comic about uh, the development of the entrepreneur in America and sort of how different elements of America sort of endorses the, the, the entrepreneurial spirit. Cool. Okay, so now how are you doing the influence angle? Well, um, so I am a freelance uh, writer and editor by trade, working with various clients on their websites and press releases and so forth. I got my own website. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Uh, Things I most often post on on different areas is kind of news, like stuff that I'm doing or stuff that the different groups I'm affiliated with, such as Cloudscape Comics, are doing. Probably the social media that I'm most involved with is Behance, which is basically kind of linked in for artists in different areas where they can like display their, their work and comment on it. Oh, cool. And so I've, I comment on art that I find interesting there, and I've actually, it's connected me with various artists, which, and they, which has resulted in some very uh, fruitful uh, collaborations. So that's it's B-E-H-A-N-C-E dot com? Or? Yeah. Huh, I got it right. I can't believe I got the spelling right. <laughs> For people that, that know is me, amazing. that's amazing. <laughs> For people that know me, that Mark is it on that's the calendar. <laughs> okay, awesome, dude. Yes, yeah. Randall. Yes. Hi. Take that Twizzler out of your mouth and, and, and speak up. I'm not eating Twizzlers. <laughs> I know. I've given a hard sucking time. Sucking a beer, maybe, but not a, <laughs> I'm sucking a beer, not a Twizzler. It's the number cruncher maven. Yes, I got my mavenhood. 
I feel so special. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Randall Orser at Number Crunchers and the Number Cruncher Maven. Influence? I don't know if I'm influential. I guess I'm somewhat influential on well, some, you, social you, media. Well, you influence numbers, don't you? Oh, yeah. I you can know, play if you with want your books good. to balance, sure. this he can, balance he can take them. two fours and turn them into a f- nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten if I'm really good. He can take a profit and make it look like a loss. Yeah. <laughs> He's unbelievable. Uh, at least for tax purposes. After, <laughs> after, after he pays fee. Yeah. yeah exactly. Because yeah. Exactly. my fee will put you into a loss. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. So, um, like on social media, how how do you feel you influence people personally? Um, well, I I mean, on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook are what I concentrate on, and I do a daily tip on each of those, and it's a different tip on each one too. So it's not like they're being blasted the same shit at the same time. Mm. So I mean, and then I've got my blog posts. I got three times a week I'm blogging and posting those. What do you blog about though? Well, tax and business related stuff. Mm. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So you're staying on topic based on your career. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what your specialty is. I mean, I could, pro- I could if I might do it a separate website eventually. That'll be kind of a rant page, but. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm what, not too sure yet. What would you rant about? Oh, just Revenue everything. Canada? Those boys Revenue in Canada. Revenue Canada crack me up every day. The, the shitty drivers in the lower mainland. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Going for years about that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I know. That's just such an easy topic. Yeah, you're to gonna find into. something new to rant about. Exactly. Yes, darling. Okay, BC underscore insurance gal, the insurance maven. Uh, let's see. My well, what on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn get the most business from Twitter. Uh, and since I've learned from you know Miss Forbes over here, you know, I do a lot of aggregating of good content that I think my followers or the people that I'd want to work with would be interested in a little bit of insurance a lot of finance saving money you know there's I mean there's a big wide range of things involved in that so it gives me lots of material to work with Mm. building up (coughs) building up my following and uh, as I follow the uh, Forbes maven (coughs) I'll get further so yeah just not selling not spamming not hijacking other people's posts to promote business like we're going to be talking about at some point. But yeah, just real raw and relevant. I like the way she looks at me when she said all those negative things. She was like, <laughs> she looks at me hijacking content. <laughs> no, you don't do that. No, well, I, I, I do it so well, nobody notices. He's a stealth. <laughs> <laughs> stealth asshole, basically. Big Bonnie in the hood with your glasses on. With You're so glamorous. Yeah, I am. you go, girl. <laughs> Her future's so bright. She's got to wear shades. Oh, oh. can help that. Ouch. So I, numbers do count, um, obviously. How many but, followers is it now? Uh, I don't know. One hundred and one, hundred and two thousand, something like that. And. But if, I think you that you have a minimum of twenty thousand followers. Not everybody's on at the same time. That's a broken record. Providing I got, I got a ways to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, a long ways. Well, I mean, you know, Bonnie, that's a really good point because okay, you got a hundred thousand people, and you blast out something you think maybe is exposing to twenty thousand people. Yeah, 8, that's people, about right. Eight to twenty yeah. depends on the time of day. Yep. All right. So if you have two hundred and fifty followers on Twitter. One or two people are being exposed to your post. Yeah, it's numbers. So it's but you, you, uh, you also maximize not maximize the time of day, don't you? I do all of those things absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I don't think max the the time of day is is necessarily as important 
because to a certain extent you're you're just blasting out a message and whoever's on um, online has the opportunity to see it. If I'm part of a group uh, or part of a list on Twitter, then somebody who's monitoring that, there's a better chance that they will see it if the, the post is two or three hours old. But I don't think you can count on that sort of thing. No. So I, you know, I think it's a matter of, I really think it's, it's numbers. And they it's, have to be real, you know, like yeah, real what, numbers. That's what I was going to say, because there's a lot of people that have more than... Uh, more followers than you that didn't even come close to making that list. That's right. And because it's because they either bought them or they uh, used some kind well, of... Well, they're like, celebrity and people just join them, but yeah, they never exactly. really communicate with I know. Them. Yeah. There's so, no engagement. There's no... Um, like Lady Gaga, was she on that list? This is a great... No. This is <laughs> Wow, really? I, this is very timely, but I just read this tweet. It says, people who buy followers stick out like a sore thumb. We can all read your tweets. There's no way they would have gotten you that many followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Ouch. A, that's good. That's brutal, man. Absolutely. And with celebrity, I guess the difference is uh, between it's comparing popularity to influence. Right. And, and it, it's outward um, marketing, not inbound. It's outbound marketing in terms of... Um, you know the the celebrities they talk and everybody else goes ooh well you know how that feels now Bonnie don't you yeah but now that's going to happen <laughs> no, they, to you yeah, no, they, no, no there's more there, my numbers have gone up yeah uh, in the short term I'm hoping that'll be in the long term but there's still people around who think you know 20,000 followers and I follow back 8 makes you a, an important yeah. person yeah. yeah yeah. it it just shows that you don't give a damn <laughs> about anybody else mm. yeah i find that too it's like you have twenty thousand followers and you're only following 400 people like seriously out of twenty thousand, you only find 400 people worth following how shitty are your followers yeah well or, well, or, or how or, important to you yeah, well that's important. the other thing yeah you think you're that it's like it just makes them look like a crappy person mm. and you know what that was so like 2008 so <laughs> okay. um yeah yeah that's like so it's content 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 and it's not about writing the content, but I w- I'm going to announce here, I'm going to show you how much nerve I have. <laughs> I yeah. am going to be sitting down with this amazing copywriter on Sunday afternoon, and she swears in three hours she's going to be able to teach me how to write. Good luck. Oh, God. Well, she might <laughs> give you some tips. No, she swears that she can... She can right. do that. Mm-hmm. So we'll just see. see I won't tell she, you her name she yet. She doesn't realize that you have massive influence on Twitter, so she blows Oh, no, it. she does. She knows uh, all of that. Right. And I said, did you, have you ever written, read anything I, I wrote? Well, she, you, yeah, but you only have to write like 140 characters, so she can write, hey, yeah, it should be easy. Yeah, well, I want, now I want to write blog posts. Now I have... That's <laughs> different. Now this is yeah, my no, next I thing, is to write real blog posts, like three to 500 words. Oh, it's easy. You just go, you find a good one, you copy, paste it, and you change the name. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just have Bob to, School just have to plan it. Yeah. Plan it, have some headings, and fill in. Oh, the gaps. no, I I do a I actually I I teach a blogging workshop. I taught one on mm-hmm. Tuesday, and you know, at the end of it, everybody in the class, fifteen, sixteen people, all had amazing blog posts that were all SEO optimized. Yep. Um, they had keywords. I can do all the geeky stuff. They were just people who knew how to write. Yeah, well, that's cool. that's the hard. Well, thing. yeah, it's just, it's just it just it takes a lot of practice, really. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, so we'll see what she says if I um, actually start blogging, just blogging, blogging. Speaking traditional. Well, we blogging. could bring her on the show. She'd be a good person to have on the show. Yeah, yeah for sure. And talk yeah. about how to write, and then boy, everybody oh, listens yeah. to the show. All ten of them. 
can uh, you know learn how to write? Normal, yeah. no. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's the important one. My question <laughs> is: Okay, you're talking about SEO uh, optimized. Hang up. Let, let's finish the roundtable, and then we're going to dig, dig deep. Okay. You can well, ask she, that she'll be able to answer it real quick. Oh, I will. Okay. Uh, scribe is it worth the money? Yes, characters. it is. I it have is? it. You have I it? didn't. Sh- yes, I didn't um, teach the class how to do that. I. Yeah. Uh, it was WordPress SEO by Yoast because mm-hmm. uh, beginners can do that. Yeah. And I know the pros and cons of it, but you know what? If you're a beginner podcast or a beginner yeah. uh, blogger, it's the best thing. Yeah. Okay. Good SEO by Yoast. So yes. write that down, everybody. SEO by Yoast. Yeah. We'll and if you're more advanced. Scribe, it's like, what, $97 oh, a month? Uh, yeah, they had it for 47 a little while ago. Ah, I jumped in at 47 okay. I love it. It's good. Yep. Okay, well, maybe we'll do a show about that another time. Okay. Well, let's, let's we got do two a, newcomers. call the owners of Yoast. Chat oh, with yeah, that's hey. a good idea. No, not Ooh. Yoast. Uh, well, it's Scribe. just a little shout out because uh, Anna that's and I... Brian it's Brian Clark, isn't it? Scribe? We're doing... Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Brian Clark. We do a new series called uh, Mavens. So uh, if you know somebody that's freaking awesome, let us know and we'll uh, just call them up. Yeah, it's called Maven Interviews. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, we got uh, two new guys in the hood. We got uh, Hockey Dude, and we got Guy with uh, Hair to Dye for. Mario <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, jump right in there. Hey, I'm Earl. Hey, Earl. How's it going? Not bad. And uh, I, uh, by day, I work in a factory. All right, Ooh. Factory Dude. <laughs> yes. Excellent. What do you make? What do you make? We make... Industrial filter bags. Ooh. Oh, yeah, exactly. Out of cat skin. Uh, <laughs> not quite. Uh, industrial polyester, not as sexy as cat skin. Oh, but, uh, man. Well, well, I'll look at jazzing it up someday. <laughs> so they're going to start a social media campaign called Will It Bag? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that'd be awesome. And they're going to throw various things into the bag and see if yeah. they can do well, it. Like, like that our, guy that flew in the airplane? started uh, like over 20 years ago, and... Uh, like back then when we just got our sewing machines, we're like, what can we make out of fabric? And we did a bunch of stuff. We made, we, at one point we were making bulletproof vests. Oh, excellent. Oh, oh, oh. I, I could use uh, those. That never took I'd off, like one but of we, those. Had, we had some prototypes around. I don't know where they went now. Mm. They're kind of cool though. They actually tested them in the range. Uh, making fireproof stuff with uh, Nomex. I mean, mm-hmm. that's uh-huh. always fun. I remember trying to get my mother to convince, to convince her that I should take a fireproof blanket to school and have someone go under it and try to light them on fire. And awesome. Show them. <laughs> yeah. That good show and tell. For show and tell, yeah. I'll be burning the teacher. Were you also yeah. the kind of kid that, you know, would jump off the, the carport because you thought you could fly? Uh, <laughs> only with bags. <laughs> or no, you talk someone else into doing it. Uh, <laughs> no, our fly bags, one time, man, also. I did run into a bus door. Uh, that was literally the most tra- traumatizing moment of a my... A bus door? Going yes. on I- out or in? No, it was open. I was in... I was a bit of a dumb kid. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. and um, so and you obviously are interested in social media and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so how how you know now you've heard a little bit about what influence is about. What do you think you're doing just on, on a natural level to sure. be an influence? Uh, I participate in several online communities. Uh, I'm big on Reddit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Reddit. Uh, I post a lot on Reddit. A lot on Canucks. A lot on Android. I'm big on Android. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, you're- is that what you got friends in the room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, just general Reddit. Reddit's actually... So, okay, for all the people that never heard of Reddit, sure. what, to you, what is Reddit? Yeah, Reddit is a, it's a group of online communities. It's a place where people with similar interests can go and connect with other people who have the same interests. And uh, there is literally a 
uh, a group for everybody who's interested in everything, even controversial topics. Like that is that was a big. Thing. Oh, they love it. Reddit is they love controversy. Yeah. Um. So, that's what it is. I don't subscribe to all of them. I just a few of the big ones and mm-hmm. a couple of niche ones. Um. So I. So I do how that. do you do, how do you influence in your Reddit group? What are you doing to be uh, influential? I I make my posts are. I, I share a lot of. Uh, I'll respond to people, and I, I like writing in-depth posts mm-hmm. as much cool. as I know, mm-hmm. and uh, that uh, that has a positive impact. Gets lots of upvotes, and um, so cool. I, what's your, what's your username on there? Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna reveal that yet. Okay. Oh, he's a yes. shy Reddit. A little okay. bit, a little bit. All not, right. not ready. Not ready yet. What's your favorite hashtag then? Uh, on Twitter, you mean? Sure, whatever. Because then we could just use that hashtag. So are to you? Track are you? you a, are you a Reddit troll? <laughs> Pardon? Are you a Reddit troll? No, not a troll at all. <laughs> I despise trolling. Guys, no. might have more of a munchkin. Yeah. You gnaw know? <laughs> <laughs> you at your ankles. Yes. Uh, favorite hashtag would have to be, it's a Canucks one, it's Lolongo, mm. which is how Don Cherry, uh, famous Canadian uh, Fashion hockey analyst, icon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, that's how he pronounces doctor. Luongo's name. He just literally Lo-longo. can't. He's never said Luongo. It's always Luongo. Luongo. And I, I use that hashtag whenever Luongo does something bad or funny. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah. Uh, I'm also active on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, but just more on a sort of casual level. Mm-hmm. But over the past year, I've listened to a lot of podcasts. And, like, it blows my mind to think, over a year ago, I didn't listen to podcasts at all. Mm-hmm. And then my friend, who's beside me, he'll introduce himself shortly. He said, you should listen to podcasts. Or he, ta- he, he listened to podcasts a lot. And he told me about it. So I started listening. And now I just... What was your first podcast? I believe it was... Uh, I think it was the Joe Rogan show. Oh, nice start. Yeah. 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 Great uh, and I, got, I just sort of did a circuit. I listened to all the... That one, Mark Maron, uh, WTF. Yep. Um, I listened to This American Life. Yep. And I still listen to that. That's a great podcast. Stuff um, you should know. Yeah. Uh, I listen to tech stuff on mm-hmm. stuff you should know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's they talk a lot about tech stuff. Uh, mm. Twit. Uh, you, you listen no, to Twit. I don't listen to Twit. I don't really? listen to hardcore mm. history. No, I never got into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Listened to. I listened to the Harvard Business Review for a long time. That was a good one, just because it was really business oriented. But right now, I've really slimmed down, and I, I love my f- current favorite favorite podcast is the Lifestyle Business Podcast. It's run out of these like location independent entrepreneurs. They float around around Southeast Asia because that's where all the cheap laborers they can hire. Uh, <laughs> and cheap beer. Yeah. Cheap food. They love mm-hmm. talking about food. Cheap girls. Uh, but they, they, I'm, they, I'm always they, waiting for them to mention something about the girls. They never do. I, I should think, listen to my podcast. Yeah. Are you still in Asia? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah. And so, you know what? Like, it's, I, Podcasting has just become really fascinating to me, and I want to oh, yeah. see like a. It's a, a black po- hole. Once you get into it, you. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like. Golf. I, I I counted my how many podcasts I'm subscribed to now. I don't listen to them all actively, but mm-hmm. over a hundred are wow. in my pocket casts. Right wow. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Inc- <laughs> yeah. So. Not me. So yeah, came uh, came to the show today. Just wanted to check it out, and uh, it's cool. So. It's, it's really cool to see a setup. I always see videos of setups, and. But it's always pro, like really pro studio setups. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. like this but one. What are you saying? Like, I have to tell you, like for a lot of gaffer tape in this for, show. For an yeah. impromptu setup, this is amazing to me. Like, this is really cool. So yeah. it's just nice. Uh, this this it's set- nice, it's nice to see it in person. I love it. This cool. setup would make so. Red what Green app proud. do you use for for, for uh, managing your podcast? Uh, I used to use um, Pocket Casts yeah. on Android. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they made this horrible update. Uh, it just it it became this. this sort of I like to call it a 
Crap cast, I Technicolor call it. shit code is what it yeah. is. So now, so when did this this update happen? This wasn't the that's most it, recent one. Was it, it happened a few months, a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah that's and when I got out. Yeah. They've got a brand new one now. Yeah, that'll sync across all all Android devices. Too slow, yeah. too late. But uh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't stand it. Lots of bugs. So and you're using Dogcatcher right now. I use Beyond Pod. Oh okay. yeah, I tried yeah. that. I'm in. Yeah. A, I'm. I'm using. Um, what, what did I just say? Dogcatcher. Thank you. Yeah. Dogcatcher. Okay. See, I'm 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 using uh, Pocket Cast and I love it, but it's I I I have it on Android, but I use it on my iPhone because I have okay. both, and um, it works. It's work. It, it works yeah. perfectly no, on like, iPhone. I I was I, I I was hoping I could find some way to go back to the old version, which to me was just about yeah. perfect, except they didn't have the ability to like increase the speed on the podcast listening. Oh, they now just I'm, jump ahead. Now they have it. Now in Pocket Cast, it's a, it's a sliding scale now, so it's, yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, but then yeah. They, all the other changes, I just couldn't stand it. So. Yeah, once yeah. you start listening that many, you have to listen to it at 2x. Yeah, well, I did that, too, with an audiobook, like the Steve Jobs audiobook. Yeah, I'm listening oh, he sounds like right Mickey now. Mouse, doesn't Yeah, he? well, it was 30, it's 30 hours long, and I had to double speed that because there's no way I'm yeah. listening to 30 or something. Yeah, especially Anyways, Steve. That, that's why I'm here. It's cool to be here. Anyway, Excellent. Yeah. And... Um, you got the Johnny Depp lookalike with you. <laughs> awesome. I, I just want to. I just want to talk about the cu- the cool um, camera. Oh, oh sure. Okay. Yeah, he's got I, his cool camera. Yeah. Did he, camera. But did he tell you about the even cooler thing he put inside it? Sure. No. I, I can go into that very quickly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have. I brought with me my Pentax camera today. It's a Pentax K30. It's a DSLR in a crop format, APS-C, uh, and uh, I'm active on the Pentax forums. And I'm doing a monthly challenge where I have to take a photo every day with the lens I chose at the beginning. And that oh, right nice. now is a 15 millimeter lens. It's, a, it's an ultra oh, wide angle. Perfect for today. Yeah. Um, so I was going to go downtown and uh, shoot after I was done with the podcast and just take some night photos because it's downtown and it's mm. Vancouver and it's awesome. Mm. And it's pretty hard to screw that up. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, and I just, I just busted it out to uh, take some photos of the setup because it's really cool. And you got a new adapter. And I, oh, I yeah, did get an chip. iFi card. Yeah. I just got it yesterday, so cool. trying it out today. And it lets me push photos from my DSLR straight to my Android phone without, in, without presence of a network or anything. And from there, I can, <laughs> Very cool. yeah, I can push it to uh, Instagram or Flickr or any other, anything. Once it's on my phone, I can do whatever I want with it, basically. Mm-hmm. But this removes the need for an SD card reader or anything. I can push it to my Android tablet if I want. Uh, the only drawback so far seems to be a a little bit of setup. It's a bit, it takes a while to set up, mm. and B it seems to drain batteries a little bit faster. Yeah. That's understandable yeah. though. So. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But interesting. Yeah. And I was just impressed because it was blue. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty shiny blue, yeah. pearlescent blue. It's actually what caught my eye. But uh, mm. Pentax is the only camera maker out of the big, I guess, five. Because I know there's Canon and Nikon, but there's a bunch of other smaller ones like Olympus, Panasonic, Sony, yep. et cetera. And they're, Pentax is the only people that make uh, blue ones or colored ones. They have yeah, they're in, more like, fashion. Yeah, fashion, it's, it's, yeah. Their, it's their edge. It's more of a lollipop mm-hmm. camera. Got me, so. And we've got, next to you, we've got the podcast advocate going around to all his friends saying, listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my name is uh, JJ McCullough, and I do a couple of different things. I'm just sort of thinking in what order to name them. I'm, I'm a cartoonist as well. I actually know uh, Jeffrey. Him, oh, our, our friends, cool. The, the cool. head of Cloudscape, yeah. Um, no, I'm a political cartoonist. I've been doing a website called Filibuster Cartoons for about 11 years now. Nice. Uh I'm also a I'm the media columnist for Huffington Post Canada, so I do a lot Sweet. of blogging wow. with them. Yeah, nice. twice a week I write a column for for HuffPo. I'm I'm paid. I like to point that out too yeah. because I know everybody. You say HuffPo and there's, ah, yeah, yeah, everybody does HuffPo, but no, I, I get paid to work for HuffPo, which is 
something I'm it's pretty proud of. It's because you call it HuffPo. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's, that's what we call it on the inside, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also a, uh, a commentator for CTV News. I do a political sort of roundtable discussion chat show twice a week, Political Express. So, yeah. So I, what do you think of uh, Trudeau? What do I think of, of, of Justin? I was, I was talking about that with Earl on the way here. It's like, I honestly don't know anybody that likes him. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty conservative myself, so I mean, I'm not likely to be won over by him anyway. But I was saying to Earl, like, you know, there has to be a lot of people out there that love him. I mean, you don't win 80% of, of the vote uh, on nothing, right? It's just, I, the attraction to me just, I, I, I honestly just don't get it. I mean, the it, man is charming in some regard, but I mean, the things that he says, I mean, the things that he was saying, Today, for instance, he was giving an interview about, uh, you know, the, the Boston explosions and, and the things that he was saying were just really vapid and, and ignorant, I feel. But, you know, I mean, well, that's, 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 perfect, for, that's perfect for a politician. Perfect for a politician. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah no, uh, he no, knows he, his game. He knows it. The, yeah, only yeah, reason. But he's, uh, the one thing I'll say that, that I that I and I don't follow politics uh, uh, very much, but um, I used to. But uh, he when when he was interviewed uh, on The National. He didn't say, uh, he was very humble and he said that he's got a lot to learn in the next two years and and I was expecting him to come out a little bit arrogant and he wasn't, so. Well, I don't know. I, 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 that I was, was for the cameras. Yeah, exactly. It was. <laughs> I mean, I was at an event uh, four years ago where he spoke as a guest speaker and the first thing he said, the like, first thing I want to say is, I'm not going to get into politics and you, you, can, you can bet money on that. And then four years later, hi, I'm into politics. <laughs> you can bet money on that. It, he so, was you know. begged by the Liberal Party to come back because they desperately need somebody to, as the face of that party, that's going to attract a, the younger crowd. Well, he's got he's got a good brand name behind him. Unfortunately, remember? he never liked his dad. Yeah. So I mean, exactly. you know, it's like well, he's I mean, never gonna he's never gonna have the cool vote. I mean, he's he's just not cool. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like, the, the problem with the Liberal Party is that it has this sort of perennial messiah complex, and now there's been four of the last five leaders of the Liberal Party have basically been, you know, coronated rather than elected. And so I, I just see, like, you know, they're, they're the moth that keeps going back to the same flame over and over and, and over again. And getting burnt every time. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm biased here. I mean, I'm, I've never voted for the Liberal Party. I don't intend to. That's not sort of where my politics lie. So, I mean, I'm not the most objective observer on this, but I can, I can see a trend, and I just see him as, you know, one more manifestation of you know, it. You can really get this guy going real easy. Fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a political commentator, so I mean, this is, this is supposedly well, I mean, what yeah. I'm good I, at doing. So. The, uh, do the Conservative <laughs> Party was in the, in the doghouse for a long time, too, and then they ended up coming back. So. Yeah, but I mean, what the Conservative, how they came back, right, is they, they Slowly united... Slowly grassroots... Well, they united the right, right? And yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like that this is the big sort of existential problem that the Liberal Party has to deal with, right? I mean, we just saw that the, the NDP has now formally, uh, you know, abandoned sort of doctrinaire socialism, right? They've purged it from their constitution. And so now the kind of the justification of like, well, why do we need two left-wing parties if we don't really have a, you know, quote-unquote socialist party and a quote-unquote, you know, centrist leftist party? I mean... This is this is the sort of question that I think the left in this country has to deal with. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. I just got to jump in here for all our American listeners. When you say uh, left wing, that's kind of like liberals in in the United States because and then and when you say super right wing would be liberals and then like like <laughs> super ultra like crazy crazy people that tow cuts and shoot people all the time. Liberals. No, liberals are dirty. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically in Canada. The, it's just it's it's U, very vanilla. Well, I, I, I like our I like our party names here, though. I mean, I always like talking to Americans about like the the political system in this country because it's like you know you have the Liberal Party and the Conservative Party. And it's like, well, what are their names? No, it's that's just what they're called. Like, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's very on the nose. You yeah, know, that's, that's, like, that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and each side has its own little Tea Party wing nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and we have the Green Party. 
Yeah, don't get me started. Yeah, I actually, I actually had a. I mean, here if we can bring it back to what we're supposed to be talking about. You know, why don't we have? Why don't we have a libertarian party? Well, we do technically. I've met the Libertarian Party leader. She just lives down the street here. <laughs> oh, we could, get, we could get her on the show. Oh, absolutely. Oh, she, cool. She'd go for it. I mean, she she loves this kind of stuff. So she who's the it. who's the Ron Paul of Canada? Who's Is the Ron one? Paul of Canada? Well, I mean, a lot of Canadians look to Ron Paul to be the Ron Paul of Canada. Actually, <laughs> a, a guy who's got a sort of weird sort of Ron Paul personality cult in this country is Mark Emery. You know, the the marijuana activist, former you head of him like Ron the Prince of Pop. He, he no, I mean, uh, Mark Emery is has a big uh, is is considers himself sort of a Ron Paul kind of guy and I mean mm. I've I've seen some of his partisans and they generally tend to be Ron Paul people that like the real pro marijuana set and then the real hardcore libertarian set there's a tremendous overlap and a lot mm. of people get yeah. involved in mm. libertarianism because of pot and then they eventually get into other things as well I mean that's not my politics either list anybody. so it's a gateway poli- a political absolutely party. Yeah. That's and, that's and it's a slippery slope to isn't much that more the green party beliefs. <laughs> yeah. yeah the green party no what I was going to say is like you know to coming back to you oh, know what show. this is yeah. what this is actually about right it's like uh, I had a I had a little spat with uh, Elizabeth May the other day, right? Because um, I wrote this kind of uh, you know kind of vicious takedown of her for HuffPo, which is you know the kind of thing that I do, and then she sort of wrote a rebuttal to that, and then we sort of go back and forth on on uh, on Twitter and stuff like that. It was so, a I mean, flame war. That's, yeah, that's, that's somewhat, just using the real word. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I <laughs> they were bitching at each other. <laughs> there were a lot of caps used. Well, <laughs> it's it's it's. I mean, this is this is something like. As far as like me as a as you know kind of journalist uh, mm. pundit kind of guy, I mean it's it's really cool how you can engage so directly now with the politicians, right? Yes. Like you you tweet at them, and and if if they care enough to respond to you, if you're some sort of name in the media scene, they'll respond to you, and you can have a bit of back and forth until you sort of get mutually sick of each other and just sort of move <laughs> on. But, but but it's the same thing with 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 other pundits too. I mean like I I tweet sometimes back and forth with other people that write for you know Globe and Mail, National Post, Edgar kind of Coin. Andrew Coyne. Andrew Coyne's really good on Twitter, actually. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, no, he, he really goes at it. He's one of these guys that will just bombard you with, like, you know, 20 tweets at once if he's got something on his mind. <laughs> I'm sure that's a real sort of taboo in the uh, <laughs> social media set. But. Well, I find that's actually one of the more fascinating things about social media, that it really opens, opens the door to connect with numerous kinds of people, whether they're yeah. politicians or celebrities or specialists or what have you in numerous ways including some very informal ways which would never have been available you know nothing nothing at all similar would would have been available before before this started up oh absolutely i mean you can get yourself in so much shit so quickly (laughs) but then if you're good at getting out of it you can be miraculous like you can just like dig yourself a huge ditch and say, you know what? Hey, I, I, I messed up. I'm sorry. What can I say? Blah blah blah. <laughs> what was that politician got caught shoplifting? Uh, like Sven a couple Robinson. of Sven Robinson, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this yeah. this oh, this foreigner this, this foreign, foreign comes here with a weird name. No, just kidding. He is a uh, foreigner, you know. Well, you know, because he was, he, uh, he was born in America. Why? We're all foreigners at some can, point. In, in Canada, <laughs> if you come into Canada as a foreigner, you can never get a job, and you have to shoplift to get by. Obviously, come on, yeah. let's, let's face it. You know, regardless <laughs> if you're into politics, it's now the true Canadian dream. One day I will be able to shoplift. Wasn't he shoplifting a like four hundred dollar? It was a gift for a special friend. It was like a thousand dollars but it was wow. fabulous yeah. <laughs> it was really expensive. yeah it was it was for his of uh, his equally foreign-born uh, boyfriend yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. exactly yeah so but it wasn't food <laughs> <laughs> oh if only marcel was here 
then he yeah. got to wade in. Saying, so I just, I just want to speaking of Marcel. Okay, go ahead. I, I just want to <laughs> wade in here. Real, right. raw, and relevant doesn't mean kumbaya. It means real, raw, and relevant. Yeah. So it's if valid. you're an asshole in real life, maybe that's what you should be on social media. Uh, the idea is be authentic. You, be authentic. Yeah, I won't follow you, but you know. Well, that's not true. If you're witty <laughs> and an asshole. I yeah, well, I mean, if, if you're, you're a good a, asshole. A witty asshole. I, I think that definitely, you know, people say, oh, there's trolls. Trolls aren't assholes. Trolls are people pretending to be assholes. They're doing it. They're not, if they're not in, pa- a lot of people that are assholes, are they're just impassioned about certain subject matters and they're not eloquent. So, oh, that you guy's can be an eloquent jerk. asshole. It's okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, it, you know, that's what the British are amazing at. You know, they're, they're very eloquent Ricky and Drew they Banks. can be complete yeah. jerks. I mean, they're the best swearers in the world. There's this amazing podcast called Chin Stroker and Punter, Punter and Chin Stroker. They, they review movies. They have the most amazing swear words. I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you could just cuss like a Canadian and it would be nothing compared to these. It's like poetry. It's uh, beautiful. Well, you got to love the British. They're the only people that can pretty much tell you to fuck off and you don't even realize they're telling you. I think, to oh, fuck that off. sounded lovely. But also, if you say crap on a, on a, on a podcast in, uh, based out of England, they kick you off. Oh. Crap, yeah, well, crap is a bad be, word in the U.S. Well, really? no, it's, no, it's just a very, <laughs> it's a very pedestrian use of the English language. Yeah. This is like... It was He's supposed like, to say uh, shite. You, yeah, well, Shites, or yes. you're just, you, you feast, she's faced... Shite and uh, All right, we got, anyways, we anyways, got two we more people. We got to get to Ken. Oh, Ken. Yeah. Sorry, hey, we got, Ken. Oh, hello there. Wait a minute. Sorry, what show is this again? so patient. What are we on? Ken fell asleep. Ken's on our G+. No, no. Yeah, Ken McGrath at Ken AMCG on Twitter. And iCamCast for podcasting. Anyway, Influence, I spend virtually all of my time on Google+. I still get messages from the... Uh, from the other platforms, but mostly, mostly I play with Google Plus. It, it just seems to, to to fit what I do, and I and I talk to people quite a bit, um, offer advice and and uh, uh, about certain things. Being a a sound guy for as many years as I have, uh, there there are certain things that that I know, and people sort of generalize about some tech stuff, and and it's funny though. I'll, I'll correct them, but. But the next three posts are about exactly the same thing that the other guy just said. So, the, the I've I've just stopped sort of correcting that sort of thing. But the thing I like go- about Google Plus is uh, the other day uh, Linus Torvald got on and asked advice wow. to, uh, about storage, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I offered up some advice and and I happened to, I happened to be sitting there when the post hit the when it hit Google Plus, so. Uh, and and responded and and uh, it, it was it, I, I felt really good about giving Linus Torvald advice. So what was the advice? Get a thumb drive? Well, it, no, fifty thumb drives. You're covered. <laughs> he he wanted to know what kind of uh, um, NAS storage, network access storage, mm. that he should get. And and uh, uh, you Why know, after, just go to the cloud. I think I was uh, the like the tenth or so. Uh, uh, thing uh, uh comment on there mm. and it and it went the you know the, the full 200 or 250 hmm. and and uh there was a lot of people that you know uh, threw in their two cents and and he set out but he actually set out rules for answering well, that's okay cool. i don't i don't want this i don't want that don't give me advice on this i don't need that what i want is this and he was very very specific in his post so who won 
um, I think it was the uh, Synergy. Mm. Uh, 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 one of the Synergy machines came up with uh, uh, the most sort of uh, uh, plus ones. Well, there you go. Some great content right there. Yeah. Cool. So, and, but, and it was actually quite informative for me as well because I, I kept following the post. And, and all of these people were, were mentioning different things and talking about different things. Well, that's so I was having a great time going to links and, and uh, copying and pasting into, into Google and, and having a look at all the different machines. Yeah, well, that's what I really love about Google+. Plus. I mean, I, I compare it to Facebook, and Facebook's nice and fun and stuff Fluffy. like that. But, yeah, well, yeah, you know, it, it's, more it's, dog it's, it's, it's like, your, na- it's family, it's family it's like your neighborhood, right? It's yeah. like, you know, Joe the barber and stuff. But if you want professional the advice and really in-depth stuff, you go to Google+, Plus because that's where they're all hanging out. It's amazing. It is. So, um, we got, all right. We got one more person that's oh, called oh, in. Oh, it's a call-in. Excellent. Voicemail feedback. Brought to you by Back Beer. Brought to you by It's Not Playing. Hey, excellent. <laughs> well, I'm going to have another drink then. Thank you. Bob's mm. going to get drunk if we don't. Hey, is this my third pint? I just love this new sponsor. <laughs> They're awesome. I just want to add something on that, uh, yeah. that last discussion. I, I'm on, I follow Tim Ferriss on Facebook, for our Road oh, yeah. guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he often does that. He'll ask like, hey, hey guys, what's a, uh, what's, I'm looking for a new camera. What should I? Uh, what should I get? What should I buy? Yeah. And I always want to try and be like one of the first people to respond to those types of posts. Oh, get the blue pen. Yeah. The <laughs> problem. With, the problem with Facebook, and I don't think this problem exists on Google Plus. There's a lot of like random idiots on Facebook, <laughs> and they, they'll like spam. They're like, "Hey, check out this website or whatever." You know, like. Yeah, this is my yeah. company. Check it out. Buy so, a camera for me. But he that. just gets an, a tremendous volume of responses, and I guess he'll just you know, if I was in his position, I'd probably just look at the first. Hundred and then like call well, it a day. No, you know? I, okay. So there, you're wrong. Guys like that, he will go through every single one and he will respond intelligently to uh, everybody's response, so they feel that they're part of the community. Yeah. And that's what influence is all about: is is touching everybody, yeah. regardless of who when they post it. That's true, but I mean, like that. I think that something like that is easier on Google Plus, where you have like good quality, versus yeah. Facebook, where there's like huge volume of just randoms and so, yeah. Um, I and think it all, good point. Very good point. I think in all fairness to Facebook, though, I think random idiots are a problem that almost all you know social media has. Whether you're looking through the uh, commentary on YouTube or or Huffington or Post Twitter. comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on Huffington. <laughs> yeah. I think this happens to be unfortunately a, lar- a large amount of random idiots in the world and a large percentage of them happen to use the internet. Yeah. And yeah. are on Facebook. There was, there was one guy on Google Plus that, that kept uh, talking like he like he was on Facebook, and and uh, I, 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 <laughs> dude, you're not on Facebook. Guy. Get a life. Go home. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I know, I know. Um, I'm, I'm being, yeah. So anyway, so but everybody just kept, you know, t- taking him off their list. Yeah. Uh, oh, and and guy. just saying no, no, I, I no, I don't want this guy anywhere anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's consistently dropped in in followers. Poor guy. Okay, I think I got Marcel back. Okay, so, oh, uh, poor Marcel. Marcel. All right, let's try it again. Take it away. Hi, oh. this is the oh. biggest <laughs> fan of the Bunker Project ever, Marcel hey. from the Bunker Project, calling from a room with a weird echo. I'm not there. Get out of the bathroom, I'm Marcel. I'm in a room with a weird echo, but I hope you're all having a fun time. Also, I have a super awesome technology question that I hope you all can discuss ad nauseum, and that question is: Aren't cell phones pretty good? They're pretty good, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's kind of thinking Goodbye. back like five years, right? 
Oh, that's oh, so funny. Marcel, he See, that's is where the so echo, he was gay. calling from, He's right. he Cell was calling are good. from the past. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure if I really count uh, from the technology <laughs> question. Yeah. So that means he's like Marcel. reaching to the future? Yeah. Wow. Was, the echo was his time machine. Yeah. 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 The TARDIS is got a hell of an echo. It's oh. hard, you know, the, the plus minus just wasn't as good back in the 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, God. Thanks right, for the call, Marcel. It's like, Marcel, we're on smartphones now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I heard the phrase superphone today. No. Oh, yeah. yeah that's they're beyond smart. Now they're super. Well, that's what yeah. Bell, Bell, so Bell brands be genius, smart yeah. Yeah. Super, super battery phones. hungry. So do super phones like, stop planes from crashing or rescue you when you're falling into the building? <laughs> they, they <laughs> yeah, they ask you to turn on your super phone when you go on the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It tells you you're out of toilet paper. Okay. Yes, <laughs> hey, it's just the let's captain. See, let's We're see about if it to crash. Turn on your no. superphones. <laughs> Does not levitate. Yeah, exactly. Well, there is an app for that, I'm sure. Yes. All right, so now All we can right. jump into the actual content of the show. All right. Oh, yes, and we're not done yet? Uh, 20 more minutes. Oh, aren't you okay. playing the closing music? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> not, we're not that bad today. Oh, All right, okay. so let's check out the show notes. What do we got? Bunker Project. Well, why don't we... Uh, gets a facelift. Have you guys checked out our, our, our website recently? No. Yes. Yes. Right. Uh, yes. I went on the web. I went on the website because I had to enjoy episode number one thirty four while I was working. That was quite entertaining. So I'm you just on it. Facebook. So I'm just going to do this very quickly. Facebook. Uh, I'm just going to go put more money in the parking meter. Don't you have a smartphone? Isn't there an app for that? that? <laughs> yeah. There should be, uh, but uh, I, I went parking old school. Parking meter. All right. There's nothing wrong with going old school sometimes. All right, so um, yeah, we did a we did a, a, a yeah, so facelift to our. So we used to have the WordPress theme uh, 2011, you know, the standard one, mm-hmm. and uh, we. You went to 2010. No, <laughs> we, we upgraded 2013. Headway, Headway base. Oh, oh Headway. I'm impressed. I have that Ooh, one. We're yeah, getting fancy. <clears throat> so we're using Headway base and uh, added a couple plugins. So we added the Meetup plugin, so now you can. Uh, RSVP for the the meetup right from Uncensored. I'll do that. And it's uh, we got the the testimonial template, which put or which puts testimonials along the sidebar, which is kind of nice. Yeah. And we've got the social locker one, and I wanted to ask you guys whether you think this is cool or not. Uh, Ken. Yes. Uh, mentioned the other day that he saw the show notes for the bunker show, and he's like, "What the hell? They're way too long." Oh, they were fifteen hundred words. Whoa, whoa. What <laughs> the heck is all that? Yeah, show notes? so one sentence pages. at a time. So I put a plug in on there called Social Locker, which um, you yeah, actually cool. uh, you get the first, you get the summary of the show, and then if you want the show notes, you have to tweet or G plus or yeah, Facebook people like, that can read. And then it opens the rest of the show notes. Is that uh, something that you'd recommend, or what should I take that off? I liked it. I checked it out. Okay. I'll leave it there. That's an accordion. Because it looks cool. It's a nice graphic. Yeah. I don't want to have to tweet. Sorry. Don't don't force me to do anything like that. If I if it's good, I'll tweet anyway. But what Uh, would you tweet? No. Well But you're forcing. So have you got Dig Dig, um, which is a floating social media plugin down the left hand side of your Dig Dig, it's called? Dig Dig. I think so. Yeah. So if you've got that and you're witty, I always share. Which is basically what you're asking me to do, but don't force me to, because I won't, and I won't read the rest of it. Let's send her threatening and tweets. I'm pissy about that. But you see, instead, you want someone to read and go, "That's awesome! I want to share it." You can't go share this because it might be awesome, and then you can read it. Yeah, but our show well, is so full of outrageous freaking quotes. I mean, this is probably the strangest show backwards. we've done in a long time. The, uh, it's not McDonald's. You don't get, you don't pay and then get your food. You get your food and then you pay. So, so, so you still get the summary. 
But if you want to get the play-by-play, because actually the show notes are, you actually get the play-by-play. I think they just need to actually listen to the podcast because that's where the true magic happens. I think what should happen is we should get a sportscaster to read the show notes as a play-by-play. That works. And then he comes in with a comment. And then Bob drinking another beer. And then shoots, he scores. Oh, there's a spillage happening. Marcel made a comment about being bad gay. And then then Bob (laughs) took another drink of beer. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew lifted his eyebrow. (laughs) (laughs) To Bob again. We we can have somebody coming (laughs) doing color commentary. Yeah. A black beer. (laughs) 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 All right, all right. I don't know. Anybody else? black anymore? If... It is a black beer. If you ask somebody asked you to tweet, yeah, you wanted to. Okay, so what about because uh, like, it says it basically says beer. that no. the rest yeah. the full show notes are for fans. You know, be a fan, do this. Uh, like Dr. Mercola's website, uh, he has um, a members some some of his shows or posts on his blog are for members only, and you just have to enter your email address to get access to them. Uh, yeah, if you're already if you're already a uh, a member, you're just entering your email address and it opens it. But you're uh, you're just showing that you're a member, kind of thing. You're not getting added to lists multiple times. So, what great things are you giving me for being a member? For, gi- for well, we were there when my- it was recorded, so it's not really for us. <laughs> no, but I I would say people who are fans of the bunker are not um, cheap. leaders. No, they're not cheap. They are leaders. They're they're people who think differently. And they'd have I, to listen to this show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you'd have to be—you have to be Our an drink. individual. So I think cheap. You can tell them to, you know, do shit. But I'm not sure that fans of this show would be happy. Yeah, I think with the in, you know, with, with the internet, you um, want to encourage people to do things, not make yes. them feel like they're forced to do mm. things. I think, especially since, especially with a medium like the internet, which is a lot about kind of choice. And freedom and numerous options. People don't like to feel like they're being, their options are being narrow. They're being forced to do something. So yeah, well, that's old school marketing. Yeah. So I think, I mean, certainly uh, as a copywriter, I think that um, that the idea of allowing them to choose between a really short summary and a really long summary, a really long play-by-play, is a great idea because most people's attention span is terrible on the internet, and most people. <laughs> aren't going to to read the full play-by-play. So the option's good. But yeah, I think they need to be forced to do something or, you know, if they, if they like you, they're going to, you know, they're going to, it's like the post, going to tweet it. If they like you, you know, maybe they'll, they'll give you their email address to, you know, get some information. But I think that for the particular stuff about the, about the, the show, you don't want to feel like they're forced to do that, especially since, uh, especially since you want people to kind of increase the buzz about the show. Okay. You want uh, people to. Um, I think you want people as a whole to become more informed of what's going on with the show, and therefore, I think you want to make it as easy as possible for them to to learn about what's going on with the show. So the Speak long into the microphone. So the long show notes uh, is a good thing. Oh, I think? think it's a good thing. I like. The idea it's of having option. Well, it's yeah. all about different people like to consume content different ways. Right. And, and I know people that can read faster than they can listen. Yep. And the, well, there's very few everybody. of them. And, and they boom. They just go down the show notes and say, nah, they didn't have any topics that I was interested in. I'm not going to bother listening to the show. I, I did save myself frequently. an hour. Very frequently I do that. Yeah. So 
but people that love our show because it cracks them up and they don't really care about our subject matter, it's more about what's Bob going to say, what I'm going to say, what crazy stuff's going to go on in the show, who's going to fall over drunk. That's what they're waiting for. It, they're waiting for the crazy stuff. I mean, you know, that that's what it's all about. I oh, mean, is that, there that's, video to come? That's why we have Ken on the show. I mean, gosh, yeah. I love it why when not? he passes yeah, out. Passes out. Yeah, passes out. I just like clunk. to say clunk. It's like three beers and he's toast. <laughs> Poor Ken. I know. And you're not even here to defend yourself, no. which is why we so, do it. Wait a minute. I am so. <laughs> Ken loves the abuse. Yes. Uh, he looks like Max Headroom with that background. I, I just Lee. cracks me up Lee. every time. We can't see his background. But. Does he I have know, the same one from Crazy We're, we're going to be investing. Look at hey, if everybody throws us some money, we'll we'll get a flat screen monitor here. Yes, and people can stop kvetching at me, which is a. a, I, a I smell another sponsor coming on. Yes. Oh, oh excess cargo. Sponsor our TV. X is like Joe's. It fell off the back of a truck. <laughs> yeah. Emporium. <laughs> well, our sponsor, Okanagan Springs. I found it in the garbage. <clears throat> we've, been, yeah. we've been talking about them since episode one. Yeah, well, that's yeah. because we're a bunch of drunks. <laughs> because the, the black Spring. lager is so good. It's awesome. And we even had the chief brewmaster of Okanagan Springs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We he had him came here. here. That guy drinks black beer like it's water, and he just came out of the Gobi Desert. I mean, this guy, <laughs> he just bashes it back. It was embarrassing. It was, he was actually. He was like, All right, hey, I'll, I'll, let's get some beers here. And he had like the German accent, and a wham! And, and it's like, oh, uh, I was going to ask you a question, but you drank your beer too fast. Uh, let me just order another beer. And uh, yeah, I mean, what we talked to him for like 45 minutes, and it was like 30 or 40 beers. In it's there. an interesting uh, <laughs> episode. We actually didn't do it in the back room here. We were in the in the bar in the back corner yeah. booth there. Fighting and, it out uh, with the we Canucks. We recorded it into a digital <laughs> recorder while there was a Canucks game on. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so there's outrageous. a lot of background noise, but it's actually... It depends really what season that was, though. Which season, how, how long ago was that? It was uh, 2000 and. Uh, Ten, ten. That was that was okay. That, that was that was like the high point. Like it was it was pre kerfuffle. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, he um he <laughs> came he came out all the way from from Vernon to be interviewed uh, on the show. Cool. And uh, oh, that's the regulars of, of the bar who were also big some... fans of the of the black beer. They were like getting down and going, "We're not worthy. You're not worthy." You're oh yeah. Anyways, I'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. Oh, it was okay. a great interview. And I won't make you click to it. Was the ma- to it, it, it was the best Maven click. interview we've done so far. No, I click. I, I'll click, but I won't. Um, I won't make you tweet to open the, no. the link. You know what the best part of that interview was? We didn't have to buy the beer. Cool. It was like at the end of it, it's like, oh my God, this is like a $200 bill. No, that didn't like, happen. Bah. No, that didn't happen. Oh, did we? Did we paid? No, she, uh, Ashley made us pay and said that your beers are free. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> so we had That's to pay. where that visa bill came from. I was oh. <laughs> still paying <laughs> what, it what, off. What is this for? Twelve hundred bucks for a beer. Of the beer. But it's a great it's a great story. Uh, go back and listen to that show because he talks about how he created Oh yeah, the whole the history of it, no. his family goes back to Germany. It's it's great, actually. Yeah. Oh, really so does he up. ever come back to Vancouver? He can come yeah, and talk to social all, media. He's, he's here all the time, man. Yeah, he just he lives in Vernon, Okanagan Springs is huh? yeah, he's at which that is why Germany. it says Okanagan Springs. The that's light right. just went on. <laughs> yeah. Ding, ding, ding. All right, that's enough. Uh, what do we got in our show notes here? That, that was, was a long it. commercial. We had show notes. I know, I know. Forbes. Oh, that's Bonnie. <laughs> I think maybe what that's we'll do for death, next week, last week. For next week, we got a <laughs> podcasting question. We'll do. Po- we'll do a little bit about podcasting. We'll also. Uh, Drill down a little bit more uh, on um, Twitter audience messages. Yeah, I think uh, that cool. how to knows about that shit. Yeah, Do social you? influence no. using Twitter. Yep, and uh, we'll just 
Dig down deep. And that. beer. Can we talk about, ne- maybe next time, can we talk about uh, some of the dumb cough things people do when it comes to uh, tragedies? You know, they get oh, onto yeah. social oh, don't media. Don't get me started. Oh, what about what, what, what like the because oh, yeah. I knew it. Huffington jumps in. No, 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 for sure. Because <laughs> this is this is actually something he's that the, I've, I've huff, written huff about before, maybe. right? It's like whenever a, 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 a what really gets my goat is whenever a tragedy happens, like you know the Boston explosions or whatnot, and you've got all of these brands that have like their auto tweets yes, just like yes. set by timers, or even not necessarily brands, just even like you know celebrities or whatever, oh, yeah, and sir. they're just saying these completely inopportune, tone deaf yeah. things, and then people, a lot of people you know who aren't as into this insider baseball stuff they don't get it right and they think like why are you just sending this now this is not the time this is yeah, completely yeah. inappropriate out right? for a run this morning don't you like running yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely absolutely oh, right yeah, like buying some new pair of nike sneakers like yeah, Aston, great uh, for running Kuster, uh, uh tweeting out uh, oh did he I mean, he's not too smart. Well, his team did. <laughs> well, he he handed his account over to after that when he oh. tweeted out about the the um, the major league baseball coach that was charged with uh, oh. child molestation. But also, well, the other the one more, the one recent one that was good was Epicurious. Right yes. after the bomb, oh, yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah, Boston, yeah. our hearts are with you. Here's a bowl of breakfast energy we could all use to start. <laughs> and then their next tweet was, in honor of Boston, New England, may we suggest whole grain cranberry scones. <laughs> and then people gave them shit, and they're like, oh, we truly regret that our earlier food tweet seems insensitive. Seems insensitive. <laughs> our hearts and prayers are with the Boston people. It's like... Um, yeah, you that, yeah. there that, is, that is a pause. So, no, like that. That is that is so much worse, though, right? Like with with the auto tweets. Yeah, you can no, at this, least say, they hijacked. But, yeah. They hijacked a tragedy to promote their blend. What was that American Apparel? It's like I know Sandy's oh. blowing hard, but you can shop here and stay inside. <laughs> you know, it's like whoops. You know, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, that happens more locally, too, because, I mean, I can do posts on, on Facebook about, you know, you, you know you should you should have a will. I mean, I don't sell wells. I just think people should if have a will. If there's a will, there's a will. And then some yeah. of those people, I'm going to say it, from Legal Shield, hijack yes. the, the, and say, yes, and you should contact Legal Shield. It's like, don't hijack my post to promote your business. You should sue them. If you've got a membership, and do this, <laughs> you should get pay forty bucks and then sue Legal Shield you know, with Legal Shield. It would be <laughs> awesome. I love that. I'd love right to see at that. you, because then I'll it would go to them. it would just go into a RAM loop, yes. and it would just like, <laughs> and then they'd have to call our IT guys. Sorry, we just melted down the it whole blowed. company. Yeah, the whole company just imploded on itself. Yes. Anyways, that sounds like uh, Andrew's trying to get us out of so. the room. So, hey, thanks for joining. So, thanks for our amazing sponsor. Those guys have put together quite a fun bit of suds. Okanagan Black, but they got a bunch of other stuff if you're not into black action. And I've been told that there's going to be some prizes coming soon. <gasps> yeah. Beer? No. No. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. We got bags of shit that we picked up in the park. I mean, there's tons of it. It's amazing. Some doggy poo some good specials. Shit. There you go. It All better right. be some know, good shit, Bob. It comes in their bag. And I think We're putting we our logo had a on record awesome. today. A record today on the voicemail feedback hotline. So uh, keep the calls coming. one 636 Exactly. We will play anything. <laughs> All right. So uh, listen up. We will be back next week, dude. Any last comments? Thanks to Black Beer, Okanagan Springs, Brewmaster Black. Oh, you're hijacking the show. show. God damn it. God damn it. Those damn sponsors. <laughs> <laughs>